0: A, a good example for people if you just post pictures of your ass on Instagram <laughs> yeah. but
1: you will you uh, will be after hey you know living my best life my most authentic life and I appreciate you uh, saying that Welcome to uh, Not So Peter Priesthood podcast. This is your host Jake. Um, I have just a quick announcement that, um, as usual, you can reach me at notsoPeterPriested at gmail.com. You can send your stories as usual. I always ask for hate mail because I love it, and um, I also um, I did get uh, my first e- email, so that was exciting and uh, from a listener and. I'm very excited about that. It was really good to read. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how I want to work that with the podcast, so stay tuned. Um, but today I have a special guest as, and um, the first male guest I've had on this show. Not that I mean, I'm episode ten, so it's not like you know a big deal. But <laughs> um, this is, and the last time I knew him, he was an elder, so. Uh, like everybody to welcome eric to the show hello everybody
0: i didn't realize i was going to be the the first male that's putting a lot of pressure on me here to a
1: little bit to live up to the (laughs) the malehood yep because it's the priesthood you know like we Mm (laughs) got a big name to live up to (laughs) Uh, so how are things how's it going
0: Things are well, man. I, uh, it's been, it's been a long time. It's good to catch up. I think, uh, uh like 20 years, you know, yeah, something I mean, almost. It's good. There, yeah. And we, uh, I mean, our, our, lives have kind of, uh, crossed paths a little bit, but we just never quite synced up. I think you were in San Diego around the same time, uh, or for some overlap while I was living down there. Uh, but we just, uh, mm-hmm. didn't ever get to meet up in person, but, uh, it's been a good, uh, following you, uh, on, uh, online and, and seeing all the, uh, goings on in your life and, and all that. And I'm excited to, you know, catch up here.
1: Yeah, it's been, um, so we served together in Florida and, um, we were going to reminisce a little bit and then maybe you can talk about your story and kind of how you, where you were, where you're at now. And, um, yeah. I can, I can divulge a little bit on mine, but I mean, the listeners know about my stuff, but they want to hear about yours. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. No, so, uh, yeah, Jake and I met in uh, deep in the hood of, uh, Tampa, Florida. I guess yeah. uh, I was your district leader, uh, mm-hmm. way back then. And, uh, you know, you were, uh, you're much different than, than you are now, but, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we had, we had some good times, uh, you know uh doing uh doing some some fun things and then once in a while doing some mission stuff too but uh you know i think some of the some of the highlights of my time there was you know going bowling every every monday with uh with sister champion uh yeah, in Hawaiian champion. yeah.
1: <laughs> it was awesome <laughs> uh, that was
0: I and mean, when you're a missionary uh, and living the Spartan lifestyle, uh, you know there's nothing more exciting than you know going bowling and a, and a free lunch at Steak and Shake uh, yep. or other places. But that's one I remember for sure. And uh, I think uh, we burned some stuff there together too. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, that's an, that's something we can talk about. The the weird. It's kind of weird to think about now, especially like what was it? Three months? You burn a. No, six, there,
0: months, you, six, six months. Six months you burn, you a, burn tie. a
1: tie, yeah, and then here
0: it's a shirt, uh huh, and then uh, eighteen months pants, and then two years of suit, and uh, yeah. uh so I I burned my shirt there, and I yep. hit the year mark there, and then uh, you did the tie, I, yeah, I did the tie, there. yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that really I <laughs> that was coming back was I think about that, that is. Uh, you know, the church has this sketchy history with, uh, you know, racism and stuff. And I had a, uh, low key racist moment, uh, in the middle of all that, where I, uh, was burning my shirt and I had it on a, uh, it's a, a mop. Uh, and oh. just because, and it was, so I had it cause I didn't want to get too close to me. Right. I didn't want to uh-huh. get burned. And so it was kind of like on a, for a big stick, like a mop stick and then because of the shape of the shirt like you know it almost Ooh. looked like it bur- like a burning cross and this this black Ooh. dude in the, uh, the apartment uh where we were was like y'all ain't doing no clan shit are you and then i was like <laughs> oh no sir <laughs> oh <No, sir." laughs> <laughs> uh, man uh then you know and then i found out you know we were pushing that clan stuff a little bit you know on everybody with those uh, old teachings or whatever but yeah, yeah i was uh some fun times and uh you know, the drinking drinking the, the yerba mate to uh mm-hmm. to get through get yeah, through you life. Introduced, but
1: was, you introduced me to
0: that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it was good. That was, you know, uh because you know, heaven forbid you uh have anything like, you know, coffee or anything. So uh you know, so some, yeah.
1: some uh
0: Argentinian tea is fine, but uh the devil's bean juice is not, so uh Yeah, you gotta draw the line somewhere
1: and devil. the, the devil's yeah. bean juice is where they draw it. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can't was, can't be letting the devil and his bean juice into your life. <laughs> Funny you talk about tea because um I was just talking to my little sister about um and she said that she was getting some tea and I was like, um, excuse me? <laughs> what do you I mean uh-huh. Like my parents would never, when I was growing up, like that was never even a thought, you know, and I never even went there. But like, apparently they've got tea in their house now, which is, it's just interesting. I'm like, oh, well, but my little sister's the only one that drinks it. My parents don't drink it, but it's just funny that they even have it there. Like that my mom yeah, bought it it's, for my sister. It's probably like,
0: because <laughs> your parents are old school and they want to avoid even the very appearance of evil. Right. Moment, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's why I couldn't even drink uh, caffeine-free Coke growing up because, you know, you don't want to have people oh, get the idea. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the that's the kind of Mormon I grew up as. Dang, I so, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, it's crazy, huh? Yeah. So, so, but and I and I'm saying this as I have uh, a big pour of uh, Buffalo Trace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: straight bourbon whiskey in my hand as we talk oh, hey
1: i'm yeah. drinking bourbon too let's see i've got stranahan no not Stranahan's. that's what i was like Ballantine's finest blended scotch whiskey oh nice yeah i'd never tried it before and i wanted to try something different i usually go with jack and i was like i'm gonna try something different and this was a little cheaper but it was it's it goes smooth i was surprised yeah, yeah and it
0: kind of makes the words come out smooth too so yeah you know, yeah that's, yeah, that's cool. right <laughs> uh
1: who would have thought that you know like you and i would be sitting here <laughs> drinking bourbon <laughs> yeah. talking on a podcast about ex-mormonism and <laughs> but, um never would have guessed and i remember you were um you were always like you were one of the older missionaries on the mission yeah and then and i was always like <laughs> this is confession time, but I was just like a little bit of it. I was like, "He's a daddy," you know, like in the back of my brain, you know. But uh, now he really is a daddy. But um, anyway, the <laughs> is that TMI? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, it's. Uh, I guess I'm flattered. <laughs> You're speechless now. I'm. <laughs> 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 you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs>
0: no, I wasn't. Oh. But uh, no, that's that's cool. You know. Uh,
1: Hey, I mean, I had a crush on. Do you remember? Do you know who my trainer was? You know who he. He's not gonna be listening. Uh, I can say his name. No, I can't. I probably shouldn't say his name. He's fine. Whatever, right? Hadley. Oh okay, Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mr. Bike a, jump.
2: Huh?
0: Mister Bike Jump.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: I forgot he a, about him. <laughs> no. had a bike jump incident that caused some trauma to the nether regions, if I recall. Uh
1: huh. Yep. Yeah, and I that was I forgot about that. Holy shit. <laughs> crush ended. <laughs> <I'm> just, <Yeah. laughs> um, but no, so let's see. I don't remember like Cuban sandwiches, we talked about that a little bit. Like, I have not had a, yeah. I can remember walking with you, we were tracting, and there was a, um, and we walked, stopped by like a Cuban sandwich place, and it was like the best sandwich ever. And I don't know if it was because we were like starving. Or they were actually good, but I think they were actually good, but like maybe yeah. a combination of both, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, I mean, they're definitely good. It's just like you know, when you're a, when you're a missionary and you are uh, living off you know a little over a hundred bucks a month and the goodness of people's uh, hearts when it comes to feeding you, uh, you know, you you really do appreciate the food a little bit more, uh, and. So, uh, but there was definitely some, I mean, there were some things where I was like, I'm hungry, but I don't know if I'm that hungry. Right. <laughs> but uh, those are definitely easy to get down. Oh
1: man. What was, uh, speaking of what, what was one of your like most, uh, I guess cringy, like meal moments with like a, like a member family, you know, well, to call out people that like just an experience.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I had lots of moments around food just because uh, you know, I kind of felt like I had to invite myself over to dinner all the time in order to get food. Like, I would right. just like you knock on a door and you smell something, and like people that <laughs> weren't even, uh, you know, church members. Uh, so I'd be like, that smells good. What are you cooking? <laughs> like, oh, I heard that's good. And then, Or like one time I was like a Saturday and I. Uh, someone had started barbecuing i was like so i said oh hey what time what time are we eating and they said oh we'll probably be ready around like three and i was like okay we'll come back and then my comp was like uh not really coming back i was like heck yeah we are <laughs> and so we went back and they're like yeah and they were you know nice and drunk by then too and so they're like hey yeah they were like come on over <laughs> yeah and so i that was like kind of something that felt a little cringy where I had to do that. Like just invite myself over to eat. Uh, Uh, I had some weird experiences too with like food. Like I was saying, there's sometimes where I didn't think I was that hungry, but like, you know, eating like, uh, uh, like, what was it? Like, uh, chicken, uh, the, the giblets or whatever they're called. Like the, Mm -hmm. like Like dinners and stuff. And I was like, Mm-mm. you know nope. and they, they had uh they had my comp say the blessing on the food and at the same time i'm praying like you know help me to not throw up these uh, <laughs> in <those people's> house. <laughs> uh so, i mean stuff like that uh but uh nothing too crazy outside of that but i, I guess just the cringiest was having to feel like i had to invite myself over because you know some of these people didn't have very much you know and here i am like coming from a family that had more than them but you know not like rich by any means but had you know enough to to eat all the time and you know and now i'm like having to bum food off these people yeah Uh, which you know when you find out later how many billions the church is sitting on you're like Uh, they could afford to to give us you know hot pockets at least
1: or something right something well more than a hundred and whatever 140 a month yeah. that they gave us <laughs> yeah
0: it came out of the you know 400 a month we were paying right so i mean uh yeah but yeah
1: good times One, uh i think about that often i'm like how would i there's no way i could survive on that this now like there's no like how would how do they expect us to i don't know yeah uh, it's crazy um i can remember my first area i got into a gym membership and uh they were taking out even they were taking out i think 30 dollars a month or something which is which is huge when you only get 140 right (laughs) yeah and then i was and at the time i was and then i left the area without canceling my membership so then i was like still paying that forever and then it wasn't until i went to arcadia arcadia yeah that I was driving there from with a member, and he was like, "I don't even remember the guy. like he we were driving in a convertible. like it was crazy. Like this guy was some like rich something like lawyer or something because he just I told him about that, and he was like, Oh, let me call him up right now." And he called him and like cancelled my membership right there. And I was like, Oh, cool. Well, that's all that took. <laughs> you know
2: like apparently a I had
1: to be in an area to cancel it or something I like do it in purpose person. And they were like, they wouldn't cancel it for me. Like anyway, that's a
0: yeah. And you can't leave your area on the mission for your listeners yeah. that don't know that because you will turn to salt or something if you yeah. <laughs> a fire from heaven will come and
1: consume <laughs> if you leave your geographical boundaries. But, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was always like so going back to like. Um, I was definitely different on the mission, like, I was definitely the Peter Priesthood type and quiet and just like, um, very much like rule abiding and everything. And I, um, I remember like, uh, my companion, and like, I don't know, that, that was my second area when I was with you, and I was just like, oh man, th- these guys are like a little, uh, <laughs> on the edge a little bit you know like they're right a little little on the line you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but that's that's kind of i've always been that way i think part of it is because i like, i didn't grow up in the utah bubble or the idaho bubble mm-hmm. uh, and so uh, i think mormonism is a little different depending on where you are geographically right And so i oh, absolutely california and uh so uh you know, I think my view of things is a little more pragmatic because uh, I met people, uh, other missionaries that, you know, from the, the Mormon bubble that were like surprised that, you know, someone could have kids out of wedlock, you know, or uh, stuff like that. Yeah. They've never seen that. And it's like, yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, <laughs> or, you know, they'd be like, oh, this is dangerous here. And you'd be like, this is Golden Gate. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know uh florida golden gate is you know a you know nice middle class area uh i mean there's some there's a few sketchy places but like not that bad and i was like what are you talking about this is like i'm from la after i'll take you to la and show you what what's really Ooh, good. yeah oh this yeah is,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is nothing and so uh, i i always kind of like I wasn't one of those ones that was like really focused on numbers or any of that stuff. Uh, and I think part of it is because I wasn't, you know, I I was, I didn't go out right at 19 back then. And so Mm -hmm. like I I had a little more experience and I was like, you know, why, uh, why are we going to, what's the point of this? You know, I was always one of those uh, spirit of the law versus the letter of the law kind of things, which sometimes I do to justify breaking rules but really i mean i just felt that was just more pragmatic instead of like this blind obedience that that's that's always like then you put the it's kind of a, a mindfuck how it's always like well if you're not baptizing people it's because you're not obedient enough if you're not teaching them people it's because oh yeah like, and you're like well what else am i doing like you know you all this you go through the list of things that you need to be doing and like you're doing checking all the boxes like more so than any other time in your life and it's like and they make you feel You know, guilty as hell for, you know, uh, falling asleep during, uh, study time in the morning because you're tired from going 18 hours a day. So Mm -hmm. kind of an interesting experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The guilt is for real. The, um, and I, like, I always got, I was one of those ones that I beat myself up over about the numbers all the time because Mm -hmm. like, by the end, I only, I say only now, but like, um, I think I baptized maybe two or three people like my whole two years, you know? And so that was just like, and I'm hearing about these missionaries that are um, baptizing like tons, like dozens a month or whatever. And I'm just like, and um, there was one of my areas where I, I had spent six months there and I was like, I like worked my ass off and I was just, and I, um, I left and then, heard about the missionary that took my place and he was like baptizing left and right. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck dude? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> but he was taking all the ones that like I had, you know, built up, you know, a lot of, a lot of the ones that I had, like, and I, I say that and, like, now I'm just kind of like, Oh, well, it's probably, was well, that a good thing? You don't I don't have, know. You don't have to <laughs> that field, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And at least, you know, now I can say like, well, at least there were, there were only two now, you know, like I didn't, you know, get into this mess, but
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, it's just, you, you hear it all the time and but you know, they say, Oh, it's not about numbers it's about souls, but like, but they're like, you're not tracking souls, you're tracking numbers. Right. And so, uh, I just was always like, I'm, I'm not worried about that. My, my thing was I like, just try and love people, try and serve people. And uh, you know good things happen and if they if they you know join great and if not oh well but i mean i guess there were some times though where i was where i got a little uh you know self-righteous or whatever you know like you know because i remember one time where like, i got you know asked that, trying to place a book of mormon somewhere and then they're like uh we went back to follow up and they hadn't read anything and then uh, so i took it back says this is too important to be just gathering dust on your on your table here and, you know <laughs> uh or another time where you know someone was uh they were calling us out about something i forget what it was but then i was like well you know we'll we'll see who's right you know you and i will see each other again on the other side and you know you then the just like now that you know this is the right thing and you know it's just and it, you know those kind of things would feel good at the time just because like you know you got all this pent-up aggression uh and stuff from like people treating you like crap and uh and uh but then you you know after it was like that was kind of stupid like didn't do anything but uh just i guess the i don't know mission was an interesting because i always i used to say like you know that that the quantity quantity versus quality right so i was like quantity mm-hmm. of bad versus good experiences definitely the bad outweighed the good quantity wise but i was I, you know i'd be like well but the quality like all the good the value of that outweighed it. But, uh, some of that was just kind of made up value, but uh, I made some good friends. I learned some good things, but, uh, also, you know, looking back, I'm like, you know, why was, why was I doing all that stuff? But I also think I had a little different experience too, because being that I was, I was Spanish speaking, I got to work with different people. I didn't have as many of the, uh, you know, Bible thumpers uh, that, you know, English speakers had to deal with. And so uh, they were always a little more humble. uh, A lot of, a lot of them. uh, And, you know, they'd invite you in, let you chill in the air conditioning, give you something to drink, you know, uh, invite you to marry their daughter. So they would give (laughs) you this, whatever, but you know, we're not going to join your church, but you know, you can hang out here as long as you want. Right. That kind of thing. So uh, I think that made it a little more, more
1: tolerable yeah oh man um seeing while while you're talking there i was just thinking about how like um i really haven't i don't think about my mission that much anymore like i think i um i mean it's been a while but it also just like it's part of my past but then i just i sometimes i get like that feeling of regret where i'm just like if i had if i could take those two years back would i what would my life be now and like would Mm i have would I have, um, like, would I have be where I'm at now? I don't, I don't think so necessarily, but. Uh, yeah. Like the whole butterfly effect too. But like, like you said, there's experiences there that are valuable. There's people that we've, that I've, you know, that we come across, even if we are in that circumstance and that like capacity is, you know, Mormon missionaries, it's, there's still experiences that I wouldn't take back. And there's people that I wouldn't give up for the world, you know, like, having that experience but it's just um i i don't know if i would if i i think my thing is though like if i were to take it back i probably wouldn't go but i'm I it's not that i can so i just like i just i'm gonna evaluate it for what it was and move on
0: right yeah and that's one of those things and I, i completely agree where it's like there was some things that some experiences i had that you know i'll treasure forever right there's also some things where I go, why did I have to go through that? Or, you know, what was the point of it? Uh, and I mean, overall, like, I mean, there's a lot of trauma that, uh, that comes with it where like maybe at the time you don't realize it. Uh, Mm -hmm. but you know, here's how I can tell, like everybody I know that's been on a mission has those nightmares when they come back of having to, of having to go back. Like you have that dream and we're like, Hey, sorry, you got to go back. And you're just scared. Like shitless, you wake up in a cold sweat and you're like, they're like, oh, whew. okay, they're not sending me back, right? It's, yeah. I haven't met anybody who hasn't had that dream, so I mean, oh, man, that's like yeah. a sign of trauma, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the other things too, like for me, I, you know, I, I you know, if you recall, I, I made up a few songs and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. and, and like, <laughs> so like, that's something that like I've never been as, uh, like creative or uh you know the the ideas never flowed as much as when i was out there and, and i think that's just how i cope with a lot of things where mm-hmm. i guess now my life is too good so it's hard for me to write a song about how everything's great uh but right. uh that's another thing where i look back and go, you know that's like that just shows like you know kind of the stuff you're going through uh but i mean you, you look at both sides I and mean, there's only some good and some and some hard times and stuff and so like you're saying that's all all stuff that makes makes you who you are and that's why i try not to look back on my life with regrets and just you know move forward uh and you know you can't always get sometimes i mean your past definitely influences you but uh you know you can just look back at some of those things and go well you know i've learned from that and you know uh, be grateful for for those things and just kind of not not go too far into the all the the regret side of things because yeah you know otherwise you just kind of miss out on today by worrying about yesterday yeah
1: and it i mean no regrets also but like Mm -hmm. um like your past doesn't have to define you and i i think um it actually helped me and i've i've had those dreams and i Mm -hmm. i mean i've been i still have them and i i've been in the military you know and like there's a lot of similarities to like mission yeah. and military, you know, but there's, um, I think the, the trauma, I they ex- give you,
0: they give you breaks in the military at least though.
1: Yeah, that's, that's true. But <laughs> uh, man, I must be a glutton for punishment because I went into the went to missionary and then a military, but I, uh, <laughs> there are, yeah. I mean, I think because I was on a mission, I was able to withstand a lot of the stuff that I went through in the military, like being just exhausted and still having to work and, you know, doing all that stuff that I, um, but I was paid a lot better, but uh, (laughs) the, yeah, I, I don't, um, I don't know what I was trying to say. Oh, it's okay. I'll edit stuff but um (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's whatever i might just keep that in archer can have his little voice in the the podcast um every
0: every voice should be heard that's
1: right (laughs) don't silence archer (laughs) um no i uh now i lost my train of thought though (laughs) um but i i even have dreams of uh like like when I worked at Desert Book, I have those dreams, which I didn't think that that was a traumatic traumatic experience. But I have dreams where I'm like rushing around at Desert Book and like mm-hmm. trying to get stuff. And I'm just, I think part of it is too. I'm like, oh I'm back here, you know. I think that's part of like, why am I here? Why am I here? You know? And I'm just like, I'm not supposed to be here, you know. But I'm but I'm expected to work. I don't know. It's a weird weird dream, but I have a lot lately. But um, uh, well what was my point? I don't know what my point was, but <laughs> I run a really professional podcast, Eric. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> but, yeah, I
0: mean, I, uh, <laughs> we can blame the writers on that, you know, better, better script. They're
1: slacking. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with your, um, after your mission, like where, I guess we can kind of pick up on your story if you want i don't know how you can be as vague or you know whatever you want to like just kind of general like what led you to where you are now yeah
0: yeah so i mean as far as like you know stepping away from the church and all that uh i mean that kind of stuff actually started before uh before the mission you know uh growing up uh you know i there was things that like i would hear and i'd be like that doesn't make any sense right like one of the things uh well actually i mean i guess before that you know i guess i was always kind of a smart kid and uh, that would get me into trouble and i say that not to toot my own horn or anything just you know mm-hmm. but uh like i skipped a grade and stuff and you know i was oh, reading at her yeah. age and and it's like uh but one of the things that they do in the church is they uh, you know I say like smarts are conditional like you know there's the that scripture that scripture mastery scripture in 2nd Nephi I think it's 929 where it says uh, to be learned is good if they hearken to the counsel of God right so it's like you can be smart but only about non-church things right so you can use your brains for anything except for one you gotta turn it off for church things but there were hmm. things like I, I remember one of the very first things I, question that question I ever had was about like the Jaredite barges the the wooden submarines. Oh, yeah. I like were fish. you know and because one of the things that always stood out to me is it said you know they said you know we don't have a way to have light because we can't have windows so they'd be dashed if we if we had windows in these in these boats and i was like they didn't have glass back then <laughs> right and oh then i God. was like well and then i was yeah, like it. I, was, I was a kid when i thought about that but then you know someone was like well you know they didn't it wasn't necessarily glass you know it could have been animal skins or you know whatever and i was
1: like okay whatever and then uh, but, but doesn't it I, say know, glass it says glass, it doesn't say right? glasses it
0: just, it just says windows windows
1: oh okay yeah,
0: so windows. but so i was like okay but uh as with many things in the charge it's like when you start looking at all the problems if you look at everything all at once you're like holy shit there's a lot of problems but when it's one <laughs> thing at a time they have an explanation for everything right right but it, uh and so uh but then like you start thinking about okay well where's it where's all the where's all the poo go like what from all these animals and people right Right.
1: you're just rolling around and shit
0: for a a year right yeah and and they bring honeybees right that's just like how in the hell are you
1: gonna (laughs) have honeybees
0: in your in your boat for a year and so that's where it kind of started and then like i remember like uh you know things about like uh you know, no archaeological evidence for the Book of Mormon, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I remember I had a seminary teacher who was, like, telling some story about, well, you know, some general authority said, you know, everything that they say that's not there, it just hasn't been found yet. It will be found. And know, well, gave a couple examples, and I was like, okay. And back then, you know, for, for you young listeners out there, we didn't have Wikipedia and Google to look <laughs> no. that shit up, right? So it was like, you know, if it wasn't in the Encyclopedia Britannica, and it depended on what year you had, because, you know, not up and so if you had one was a few years old, it might not be up to date. But or if you're uh, rich
1: enough to have an encyclopedia right. too, like yeah. I, like, I can remember those commercials. Where they're like it's just how many payments over this right. much time. Yeah. And you're going to get all those yeah. set of books, but then they're going to be obsolete right. next year. So it's right, cool. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, so, you know, I always had those questions about things, but you know, it's like, okay, I I, uh, you know, but I feel good and I'll move on. Right. But, but I, I think the the church does a good job in, of infantilizing people, you know? Like, they always keep you, you know, don't look at things you shouldn't be looking at, you know? And that's why, like, Disney movies are so popular with, like, Mormon adults. Because, like, you know, all you can watch is rated G, which uh, is, you know, because they want to keep you as a kid. And you're not even, like, a man until you go on a mission. Uh, yeah. And so, like, I, I, uh, I went a little later, but like, I was, I think part of it is like, psychologically i didn't want to you know face having to you know be a man and having to like get married and all that other crap that comes with it uh and so uh you know Mm -hmm. by not going that kind of delays that and takes some pressure off whatever other than the fact that you know it's uh everyone then just assumes that you're an evil person or whatever but Mm uh so i guess fast forward a little bit you know uh I just remember uh, you know, after my mission I came home, you know, and I was doing the good Mormon thing, you know, like hurry up, get married, all that mm-hmm. stuff, and uh you know, I had kids and and whatnot. But there were still things that were causing questions. And I think the biggest thing was like when the church released the gospel topic essays and like I think it was like twenty fourteen or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was like the race and the priesthood one. That's one that I always been like, you know, uh, Oh, we just don't understand, right? That's what always the answer was. Oh, we just don't understand, you know. Uh, and but I, I just saw it because it was like in the New York Times or somewhere some big story about the the Mormon Church disavows racist teachings or whatever. But they never they only said it in their in their essays that were buried like ten clicks deep on their website. They never put out any you know press release or whatever. And it was only in the paper because the paper found it or whatever, and uh they in there it's like we we don't know where it came from you know these these men were just products of their time and then it just doesn't start to add up because it's like we we've always been taught you know the the prophet can't lead us astray right there's no way that they can lead us astray is what they always teach us right and you're like well these dudes are leading us astray all the time because it was it was that uh and then you know uh, i start looking at other things like you know other ones in there like the book of abraham and you're like I, uh, I, I was never like big into Egyptology. I liked mummy movies, you know, especially you know the first mummy with Brendan Fraser. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I wasn't really into like you know translating the hieroglyphics in there or whatever. But then it turns out that you know, there's you know like a hundred years ago, people <laughs> like that's all bullshit, right? Right. And and like, but our whole lives were taught, hey, don't be looking at that stuff. That's anti-Mormon lies. But then you start to find out like that yesterday's anti-Mormon lies are all now rebranded as today's difficult truths. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it's just all that stuff kind of started to add up. Uh, uh, one of the things that really uh, stood out to me was like the whole Lamanites and DNA. And because like I remember growing up, the Lamanites were the Indians, the Native Americans, and you can't call them Indians anymore, the, the Native Americans. Uh, And uh, the Book of Mormon even says – the title page says it's written to the Lamanites, right? And Now the church is like, well, we don't know who the Lamanites are. Before it said the Lamanites were the principal ancestors of the American Indians, and then now it says they're among the ancestors. Uh, Oh, they changed it. They changed it, yeah, quietly. They didn't announce it at all. They just changed it in there. And uh, so all that stuff – starts to go, like it starts to add up right but now I'm locked in it's like I got a wife I got kids plus all the family pressure you know of like you can't just walk away from the church people act like it's like the easiest thing in the world or that's one of the, the favorite things to do in the church is to say yeah people left because they're lazy people left because they wanted to stand people left because they got offended it's never people left because they found out the truth right and yeah. so uh, I guess at the same time you know, I'm having, you know, all these questions like, well, you know, I'll just keep my head down and keep, keep pushing forward or whatever. Right. But like, I just had all these, like, eh, it doesn't make sense, but you know, I'll just have faith and keep going. And, uh, but I didn't want to delve into it too much. And, you know, but it turns out at the same time, like my wife's having concerns. Right. And, but we both don't talk to each other about it because the church is really good at this whole fear thing of, you know, not talking to about your doubts to people, right?
1: And really good at... Well, and to keep uh, it from your partner, too, that's, I yeah. mean, you're... Because I was talking to my a friend today, sorry to interrupt, but, like, the, um, the uh, we were talking, she's n- never been Mormon. She was raised, um, like, very Christian. Like, uh, it sounded like a Protestant-type Christian religion. I didn't get into it too much, but she said that I was just telling her about how, like, the Mormon religion just holds marriage up so high that like anything you do to, um, to stop that, like being gay, you know, like, and, uh, yeah, or if you're going to, it's
0: okay to be gay. You just can't do gay. That's, That's right. Policy, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. You still got to marry a woman though. Like you can marry a woman and, or, you know, if you're a lesbian, you can, you, can you can marry celibate, a man and, or you can or be you celibate, celibate and just not ever have love leave. and yeah. Yeah. Or just leave. The, we just, none of the choices yeah. are good. Yeah. yeah but like um if you want to be a part of us you have to conform and then um yeah. and i was uh, uh. I was talking to, like the fact that you had to hide it from you you felt like you had to hide it from your partner and to be like um that just shows like like you said the fear but it's like that just um it contradicts this idea of marriage of like you're supposed to be like as honest as possible with and as transparent with that's the person you're going to the celestial kingdom quote unquote with like and you're you're supposed to hide this these doubts from her and like because
0: there's this fear like well this is gonna just destroy my family right she's gonna leave me and then she at the same time is like well he's gonna divorce me if if he knows that i'm i don't really want to be doing this anymore right and so uh You know, it wasn't until she came to me and said she was the brave one and was like, hey, I don't really think it's the only true church. And then I was like, what? Oh, wow. (laughs) And so, uh, (laughs) you know, I was like, I mean, I had those thoughts, too. But, like, I wasn't ready to just be like, well, let me just throw it all away. Now, just to be fair, like, uh, she's a convert. uh, Only her sister uh, was a member, too. And so, like, the rest of her family's not. For me, it goes back generations you know, I have, uh, you know, my, my ancestors crossed the plains. I have ancestors in the William Martin handcart companies, uh, and all that, you know, Ooh, going,
1: yeah.
0: going way back deep. So, I mean, I got, I got some street cred from, with the like, uh, royalty. Yeah. With the uh, <laughs> with Mormons. Right. But, I uh, I just like, so it's harder to be like, well, let me just, let me just say, walk away from all this. Right. And they, and they do that all the time. They say, you know, Hey, you know, remember your ancestors, remember all the struggles they did, right? But at the same time, we, in the Book of Mormon, it makes fun of the Lamanites for following the traditions of their fathers, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like, and that's what we were doing as missionaries too, saying, hey, when we talk to someone like, well, I'm Catholic, because, you know, my family's always been Catholic. And it's like, well, that's dumb. You should leave that and come this way. But if if, if you go away from the Mormon church, then it's like, well, or sorry, the Church of Jesus Christ. Obviously, <laughs> I don't, don't want to yeah. give a victory to Satan. <laughs> and so uh then uh that just kind of there's a lot of pressure right and so I was like okay well here's what I need to do I need to just start fresh and look at this without any preconceived notions I need to look at this and go okay well if I wasn't born into this would I believe if I looked at everything right so I started doing all kinds of reading uh and you know uh it's one of those things where it's like you know uh you know, talking to my parents like and you, know, you gotta just you know doubt your doubts you gotta have faith and it's like you know i'm like well faith is faith is believing in the when there's not evidence not believing in spite of all the evidence to the contrary right and so i was i just came to the conclusion i was like this does this is all a, a bunch of crap right and especially like that's when i started like all like i was teaching so much bullshit on the mission when someone asked about polygamy. oh no that was just to take care of the widows right uh yeah you know and it turns out no Joseph smith was marrying 14 year olds uh you know other men's wives well he'd send them on a mission and they married them and uh, or he lied to emma about uh so my favorite one is i think it's the parkard sisters where finally he gets her to agree and she says, okay, you can marry the Parker sisters except for guess what? Spoiler alert. He'd already married them. And so he has a fake wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> a, yes. I don't know, you, should, you should look at that. So he has, well, I don't know. You don't need to waste your time, but so oh, he has I mean, a fake wedding. He has a fake wedding for her so that even though he'd already married them and they all went along with it just so she would be happy. Right. And then, you know, if this marriage is like so important and being sealed for eternity or whatever, she was like the 20th wife sealed to him right? All Jesus. that was just basically, it was just basically like a frontier sex cult, right? Is what it turns out. And like, uh, and that's one of the things that cracks me <laughs> up is like all the Mormons that are like, they're all about this op operation underground railroad and all. I've seen that all, all that stuff. Oh online. yeah. But we got to stop, stop mm-hmm. sex trafficking and, mm-hmm. and all that. And, uh, and not to be clear for all the listeners out there, I'm not in favor of sex trafficking or human trafficking or any <laughs> kind of trafficking. Uh, <laughs> But if you look at Mormon history, that's what they were doing. They were going over to England, lying to them, saying, oh, there's no polygamy or anything. And they'd bring them back. And there's like, a quote from, like, Heber, I think it was Heber C. Kimmel that was saying, like, hey, you can't be marrying them over here and then leaving us with just, like, the
1: the oh, other yeah. ones. Yeah, I heard about that one. Bring, bring yeah. them
0: all back first so we can all have an equal shot, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, come on, man. It wasn't just about taking care of the widows. And then, like, all that stuff doesn't even add up. And they're like, well, well people got married at a different age back then and it's like yeah some some people got married younger but 37 year olds did not marry 14 year olds uh and so and then one of the other things that as i did more research i was like everyone's focused on that but they give people a pass like lorenzo snow was like 57 and married a 16 or 17 year old uh stuff like that i'm like that's all stuff where that's okay and like all apologists try to be like well Joseph Smith there's no evidence he had sex with him as if as if we're supposed to have you know uh, some R Kelly tape somewhere of them uh, <laughs> right singing in but, ignition uh, yeah, but but then all the all the ones after them just certainly did right so like mm-hmm. you know why why wouldn't he and so anyways so as I went through all that I was like yeah this is this is you know, that's when i was like everything i was taught that was an anti-mormon lie is now just today's difficult truths right yeah and so uh you know we decided that okay we're gonna we're gonna stop but then it's like, okay well now for her it was easy because it's like you know her parents didn't want her to join anyway in the first place right and uh and we did we were like one of the things one of the regrets i have is like you know we got married in the temple and they couldn't be there right and all that stuff and it's like such a Slap in the face, you know, yeah. the, and see that kind of stuff. And then, uh you know, now it's like, hey, guess what? Uh, it was all it's all a sham anyway. But I uh, so then I had to be like, okay, hey, well, how do I tell my my parents about it, right? And then, so it, we're just kind of keeping it on the low low for a little bit. But then it was like, I think one of the things that the church does is they have all these milestones. uh You know, so when a baby's born, you got to bless it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got to baptize them. And then I uh, went and they when they're, if it's a boy, then, you know, 12 and they get the priest and all the stuff, they're 11 now, I guess. But uh, it's all, all these things so that everyone can check in to make sure you're on the right path. And so, uh, you know, it was uh, about time for my uh, son to be baptized. And my parents started like being like, hey, when's he going to be baptized? And, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure right now. And then, so we had to have that. That's kind of what led to the conversation with them and then uh and then but then i was like i don't i didn't want to be accused of destroying anybody else's testimony so i didn't say anything and then it turns out that um, my one of my siblings uh, was having issues at the same time or another one and there's three of us and now i've stepped away oh, wow. and uh you know but we didn't we weren't talking about it because you know that's not what you do and again that's all the fear that the church does a really good job of putting that fear into you that you don't, you dare talk about it. And it's yeah. part of the thing is that I think a lot of things in the church are really superficial. It's all about appearances. And like when you start to realize how many people are struggling with different things, but they all look, try and look perfect. Like everything's fine. Yeah. Uh, when I was, uh, there's actually one of the things I learned recently was that, uh, well, I didn't learn it recently, but, uh, there's, I was the elders corn president in, uh, my ward in San Diego. And, uh, I was the third elders president in a row that walked away at this point now. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And I found, found out that some other guy that was in there, he actually was my home teacher. Uh, he was kind of just, he was one of those PMO ones where he's physically and mentally out, but he was just, uh, because I had a, uh, I'd commented on someone's post on online on uh, on Facebook about uh, Elder Holland's musket talk, right? The whole thing. Yeah. And I, I, you know, had some words about that. And then he, so he messaged me like, "Hey, I saw I saw you're, uh, I guess you must be on a faith transition." And then I was like, I don't really want to have this conversation." But then he's like, "Hey, you know, that's cool. I've been like, uh, you know, I've been out for a long time. Just been like, we just barely walked away though, but." But they were—they're kind of basically just waiting for uh, his wife's parents to die, I guess. <laughs> they're old, and oh, old man. And, uh, you know, not—you uh, know—super I mean, hardcore, right? And so it's just like it's all over. There's so many people that are just going through um, with going through the motions because all the family pressure, cultural pressure, and uh, that's kind of what the church banks on, to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars.
1: Yeah. This is crazy. Yes. Um so the I have several thoughts of what, when you're talking there like the um the appearances like I just think about like going to like my wards in like Utah and Idaho and like even like uh, especially even like the BYU Idaho wards that I would go to, like it's definitely all about appearances. And just um, I've talked to people to like young women that are just like, yeah, I used to like pray just to like or, they, or like read my scriptures just to like appear more spiritual, so I would attract a man, you know. And I'm just like, yeah. And then so it's all it is all about appearances. And then like going back to like how you're talking about like nowadays uh, like with the day with the days of technology that we have and like the internet and the information that we have right at our fingertips now like in our pockets you know we like the church isn't going to survive like it's got to either change or it's got to and go with the times which i've read an article about how it's like the church is all about reinventing itself a little bit Mm -hmm. and like in the little like you know, like oh, blacks can have the priesthood now, or you know, and like they kind of, and I think the next hurdle for them is the like gays in the church, you know. But like,
2: yeah,
1: um, they're still like pushing. There's a lot of pushback with that, and I think there's um, it's this older generation that's
2: yeah, also like
1: pushing back on that. Thing
0: that.
1: Yeah, and they um, but so if they're going to survive on this tra- trajectory they're on now, like they're they're trying to answer these. You know the gospel topics, you know, like with the difficult truths, but then, um, but it's not enough and because that's you can air like, yeah, 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 that's I definitely did that. Sorry, <laughs> the, the <laughs> I, um, difficult truths, quote unquote. But the like, um, they anybody can do a Google search and find out all this information. You know, you can go to the CES letter, the you know, gospel topic has, essays and everything, and um, I just yeah. I, i don't understand really how the church can survive and then i uh, um i was also like thinking that um you can go ahead actually that
0: i'll just say the, well the church will survive because when you have hundreds of billions of dollars and you can just live off the interest like yeah. they don't need members anymore right so like that's i think what will happen is you'll end up with like the hardest hardcore mm-hmm. and then they're like if other people leave that's fine and, you know, they're tax exempt and then they can just sit on that stuff forever. Right. That's but, true. uh, so, so like there's something like, you know, like if you ever read ex Mormon, Reddit, they're like, you know, just waiting for it to all blow up. And I go, well, when you have more money than God, like, you know, what are you going to, what do you, there's no way that you can lose that all unless you're really, really stupid. So, yeah. uh, but the, the other thing too, about like the, information age is like they they are really good at search engine optimization like they i think that's one of the things Absolutely. What the, why they're rebranding from the Mormon thing which mm-hmm. by the way that's one of the things I love is that that's what passes for revelation now is like, hey we got a new logo
2: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, we're no longer mormons but if you recall like this is one of my favorites uh cuz you know mormon is a victory for satan but before uh, they had that whole meet the Mormons campaign, right? Yeah. Was
1: like, and the, I am Mormon. And yeah, yeah the, mm-hmm. I'm a
0: Mormon. And then, then there was the movie meet the Mormons. And then one of the things that, that I found out recently is there was a BBC special back when Mitt Romney was running and it was called meet the Mormons. Oh. And in there, there's an interview and, uh, you know, you can, you can check that out or your listeners can, but where, uh, apostle Jeffrey Holland is, uh, you know squirming and lying about things uh, about the temple uh about the blood oaths that they used to do in there uh which that's another thing that just really it's uh it's funny because like you know all the the hand signs and stuff you do like i used to be like oh there must be some deep meaning like there's the one where you have like your hand and cupping shape and mm-hmm. and that like the thumb extended that thumb is oh, like yeah. a blade and the hand and cupping shape was to cut to kept, uh, catch all your entrails after you disembowel yourself when you pantomime your own death. But now oh. they have that sign still. It doesn't makes no sense, but I was like, wondering oh, about
1: what's... that. I'm like, what am I doing yeah. right now?
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's what, that's where all that comes from anyway. But in that, in that interview, uh, the BBC guy is, is asking him, he's like, Hey, so, you know, they used to do blood oaths in there and, or, you know, these blood penalties or whatever. And Mitt Romney would have done that when he, and then he said, "Oh, we don't do, blood oaths from the temple right but the guy was like he stuck with it and got him to admit that you know whatever he did it was you know he but he said something about that's not like the residence between the ordinance and the i don't know he was really splitting hairs over but i was like this guy's just freaking lying right and that's called meet the mormon so then they did a whole campaign or they did a movie meet the mormon sent millions and this whole i'm a mormon thing to try and bury that other Meet the Mormons on uh, in Google search results. So that's why you never find that other one. But you can, uh, if you look for Meet the Mormons BBC or Jeffrey Holland BBC, uh, you can see that uh, for yourself. But oh, man, uh, I'm
1: going to have to look that up.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's all these things that were like, when you have a kajillion dollars, you can pay smart people to do all your uh, Google optimization. So you always come up. So then now, like, uh you know if, if you uh they're trying to make it to where you know they can get rid of all the you know quote unquote anti mormon stuff you know so it doesn't come up so much when you google for them but no one's ever going to stop you know saying they're mormons right uh that's why i but i love my one of my favorite things that i love is when mormons are like uh that's like calling black people the n word to say mormon that's such a slur and it's like you guys <laughs>
1: Five years ago, it was like oh, Mormon geez. means
0: more good, right?
1: One well, wasn't. <laughs> isn't there a quote from uh, the from Hinckley where he was like Mormons is like the um, it's we gotta cherish that name and whatever. Yeah, like, you gotta like,
0: Mormons. Yeah, Mormons mean more good. He, he was quoting Joseph Smith. And the uh, the funny thing is, like uh, if you this is not, uh, another thing that I was uh, seeing recently was that back when Hinckley was, was the prophet that quote unquote, uh, that Nelson gave a talk about the proper name of the church or whatever, and trying to go away from that. And then it was the following conference where Hinckley was like, we got to embrace our nicknames. Mormon means more good. And so like Nelson's been, you know, grinding that ax for since, since uh, then. And then once he gets in charge and all of a sudden, you know, he gets a revelation that, uh, it's it's not, and that's one of those things where like the prophet can never lead us astray Well then, so Monson and Hinckley were both leading us astray Apparently that it's a victory for Satan to be Mormon uh, yeah. to say that. And so, uh, you know, that's uh, that's one of the things that just drives me nuts All these people that uh, just will be like, yep, see You have a prophet, so I'm glad we have a prophet that could give us an, a new name and a new logo
1: Mm-hmm I remember like seeing that new logo and I was like, really, that's it? Like,
0: yeah. How many millions did they spend on that? (laughs) That could have just gone to like, you know, I
1: don't know. I could have made that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Like kind of going back to what, something you were saying about the, um, I think like with the mission, like when I, I can remember a moment where I was being asked about the, the blacks and the priesthood and also this so the single mother that i was we were teaching Well, we weren't we were teaching her friend um and it was i can't anyway it was, I was in my first area i had no idea she was just like she goes off on us one night about like the blacks and the priesthood and the, um why can't i be se- sealed to my kids without a man and um uh like all this stuff. And I was just like, Oh shit. Like in my mind, I was like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. My, my companion was just like, he answered, but then I was just like, it never sat right with me. And I still remember that experience just cause I was like, um, and it, even when I was in, like in the church, that still just never sat right with me. Cause I was just like that. We never really even answered her question. We just kind of dismissed her because like, um, mm-hmm and it was, but then you're also like, as a missionary, you're taught to like, just give these kind of rote answers that you hear like, yeah. oh, well, um, yeah, that was like Joseph Smith. Like, oh, well, he and it's, was, it's
0: basically polygamy and, and stuff. Right? It's like we say as little as we can and change mm-hmm. the subject. And, yep. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny too, because, you know, you have these 19 year old kids that are, you know, experts on life to, you know, mm-hmm. teaching those people and like, you know with all these things you don't know anything about kids or anything and and but they're like worried about the kids like ah oh, don't worry about it you know
1: yeah and you're sitting there telling them how to run their family basically and be like right this is what you this is what's good for you and you're like a yeah. child you know and it's a like
0: he's never never <laughs> been outside the home yeah, <laughs> he was like yeah let me tell you about life <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah oh geez and then um the I can. I don't know. I know I've disclosed this on the podcast before, but I, um, in the MTC, like I was teaching my companion, like yeah, like practicing or whatever, and I remember talking about like Jesus coming to America and just being like, what? That's what we. Wait, what? Like, for some reason, it just like clicked in my brain that that's what we were going to go teach, like America, Jesus in America, and I was like, that's not. What? And then I was just. What? <laughs> Yeah. But my whole America. life has been a lie, you know? And I think that's probably actually yeah. where my whole questioning attitude started, actually. And I didn't realize well, that's what was happening, but I was just like, wait a second, <laughs> you know? And I just... It's coming back um, to the Garden of Eden in Missouri, by the
0: way, so that... You know, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's right, the promised land. Because <laughs> America's God's country, you know? No, it's, no it's
0: offense just, to anybody who's any of your listeners from Missouri, but uh, that's... <laughs> Not necessarily what most people think of when they think of
1: the promise Land or the Garden of no. Eden. Yeah. And like, why Yeah, the Garden of Eden for sure. Like, um, I'm sorry, but that was like Africa. <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: but just—I um, mean, it's—it's it's just typical American stuff, right? I mean, like when you watch American movies, you know, America is the center of the universe, and so I mean, why
1: the aliens only come to America, you know, and they right. want to take over America. They don't want to take over the whole world. They right. just like, yeah. nope. America. <laughs> because,
0: yeah, so, I mean, why wouldn't Jesus come to America if that's, you know, America is the center of the universe. Uh, you know, there's, Kolob is the center and America is just, just outside of Kolob. I
1: think. <laughs> uh, that's deep doctrine, Eric. I yeah, don't I, we, don't doctrine. we don't want to get into deep
0: doctrine. Milk, milk four feet, right, Jake?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can remember um, there was a time in my mission where I was like, I don't know the Bible very well, but they I keep reading the Book of Mormon, you know, but I'm meeting all these Bible thumpers, and I don't know what to say to them because I've never actually read the Bible, you know, so I started reading just the Bible. I didn't even read the Book of Mormon for a while, and I was just like... I got into, like, like King David stuff, and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, people, he's just killing... He's killing... um, He's killing men for to marry this woman, and like, all this... But then it also kind of attracts, you know, Joseph Smith, but then um, <laughs> I just like my I can remember my companion getting mad at me for just reading the Bible and not oh, reading
2: read the Bible.
1: Yeah, like I'm like um but how are we supposed to talk to these people that that's what they like they we're talking to people that have read this like over and over their whole lives the way we we read the book of Mormon and they we're supposed to be able to be talk to them about this and I can't I don't know. Like yeah, I um but I what was I going to say the um, going back to like the, like the row answers, I guess the um, mm-hmm. you just kind of, that's like typical, like gaslighting behavior for the the church though. Like they have their own answers for everything. Like you said, like you take it look at one by one, they have an answer, but like in the big, bigger picture it's um, yeah. yeah. It's but all you shouldn't have, to
0: have a million explanations, right? Like if it's like one or two things, you're like, okay. I can live with that. But when you find out that every single thing has to have some explanation, like that's way too much explaining that, you know, to, to make no. sense. And so you go, well, you know, here's the it's either like this convoluted thing or it's just all made up. And then when you when you can accept the fact that the simplest answer is the, the one that makes the most sense. And it's just he was just making it up on the fly. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Say like, hey, now we got this other thing because I want to bone some, you know, teenage girls. So I'll just create this new doctrine, right? And where he got caught, actually. And then he's like, oh, <laughs> actually, I got this revelation here. Or I mean, there's other things too. It was like that are in there, like where he's just like, you know, making up things on, you know, uh, money, like the Kirkland. Kirkland That's one of the other things I love about Mormons. Kirkland Kirkland versus Kirtland. uh, That's why Mormons love Costco because they think it's Kirtland's signature, but it's Kirkland's signature. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, but uh, when he's like, oh, this is not a bank. We're an anti-bank. And he has all this, you know, he's printing his own money and telling everyone that, you know, it's going to surpass all the other banks and it'll be the one bank to rule them all. And then that goes under (laughs) and, you know, just – all these things where it's like i one of the things that bugs me is when people are like well give brother joseph a break you know like he's not perfect and i always say like i'm not expecting him to be perfect i just want him to be like decent like he's not even decent that's the yeah. thing it's like uh i can no one's I, I don't expect anyone to be perfect but at least be you know halfway halfway decent or you know trying to be good but like there's a lot of things where you know and then you find it, like Oh yeah, he was he was just killed for, you know, preaching. Everyone just no one could accept it, you know, whatever. And it's, it turns out that, you know, it's he was killed because he destroyed a printing press that was gonna tell mm-hmm. that was telling the truth about all his polygamy and stuff. And you go, Okay, well, uh, that's that's interesting that all these things that, you know, we learned are about, you know, anti Mormon lies. It's all true. And you go, Well, then I just gonna move on to something else then because it's just once you once you can accept that but i think the the hardest thing is just all that pressure of like everyone telling you this is the only way right and that's like that's an abusive uh, relationship too where it's like well where are you gonna go that's one of of my Mm
2: -hmm. least
0: favorite talks ever is m russell melvin melvin russell ballard i would (laughs) i I would take out. I would go by M. Russell too, if my name was Melvin. Yeah, but,
1: Melvin. So there's another yeah. po- my uh, sister podcast, not so Molly Mormon. They call him yeah. uh, masturbating Melvin. <laughs>
0: okay. but, yeah, but his whole thing is like, where yeah. will you go? Where will you go? Yeah, it's like that's what abusive husbands say. Hey, you know, where will you go?
1: Yeah, who's gonna love you? Mm-hmm. I'm the only
0: one. You're lucky to have me, right? And that's basically yep.
1: what he's us. Well, and I, my ex-boyfriend actually said that to me when, in one of our arguments, he was like, you know, one's going to love you. Like I do. Um, you're gonna, um, I, I'm the only one that will love you and all that stuff. And where, where are you going to go? What are you going to do after me? And like, you're just going to go out and fuck all these people, you know, I'm just like, no, actually I'm good. But, um, the Yeah, so I'll go live my best life somewhere else. You know, anytime yeah. someone tells you like who's gonna
0: love you the way I do, uh the answer is well someone's gonna love me better than that, right? So like yeah. uh, I am so once you step back and see the abusive nature of that language, you're just like this is this is
1: just completely whack. Yeah. It's uh toxic and abusive relationship. And um but then it's, like, veiled in, um, like, this cutesy, like, we're going to – like, everything is hunky-dory, and we're going to make it to the celestial kingdom, you know? And I – um, what was I – man, maybe this bourbon wasn't a good idea because I'm losing all my train so thought. but well, I um, – <laughs> I don't know. I,
0: my words are flowing, baby. So I, I, yeah. <laughs> I just think, uh, you know, it's uh, – One of the things is like, as a Mormon, it's like, let me deny everything today. Deny myself any fun today for Mm -hmm. the promise of tomorrow. And one of the things that I've learned as I've stepped back is, which I I guess I knew before, but I didn't really appreciate as much is that the only thing we're guaranteed is today. And so like make the most of today, treat people right today, do the things that are going to make people happy today and you know, worrying about the next life, you know, you know, before, like, every, you know, I used to be so certain of like everything and that was one of the hardest things stepping away is like losing that certainty.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But at the same time now I'm like, you know, I'm I'm good knowing that I, I just got to live for today. Yeah. Love my kids today. Do, do what I can to be happy today. And, you know, eat, drink and be merry for tomorrow we die. You know, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, and I um I did kind of remember my thought that like so with Joseph Smith, are they like that always his martyrdom quote unquote was um the there's always something like I, I even went to where he where was that Kurt, was that in Kirtland no where was that no, it was Liberty you know. Jail
0: but it was, Liberty uh, Jail yeah it's
1: in N- Nauvoo right like near Nauvoo well, it, um
0: it's, yeah it's outside of there or whatever yeah.
1: Yeah, I w- went there and they played the little song and everything, but I'm just like, what something you said st- struck me a little bit was the like they're saying they say in one, you know, one side of the mouth they're saying oh he wasn't perfect, he was um he was just he was still a man, you know, but he was the prophet, you know, and so like he was perfect in that way. But then and then on the other side of the mouth they're like they sing praise to the praise the man, you know? And it's just yeah. like, um, but we don't worship him. We just pray. We don't him. worship him. We just, yeah. We praise him <laughs> and like,
0: uh, in, in a seven verse song.
1: Yeah. And you know, all these things, like, I didn't really, I always wondered like, okay, so did polygamy start with like in the back of my mind, I'm like, we always talk about Brigham Young, you know, with his his polygamy. He practiced polygamy, but Joseph Smith, he was married to Emma, Emma only, you know, and that seemed like. Yeah,
0: and that's the way they portray it. Every yeah. church movie ever, it's always mm-hmm. like their love story. Yeah, and like they're like the perfect of,
1: couple yeah. and like straight out of Hallmark, you know, and it's oh, just yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then it wasn't until recently, like, uh, starting, you know, doing my deconstruction and like figuring that out, like, uh, um, that I realized that he was a polygamist and i just i'm like well okay and then like realizing why he was actually martyred and then like there's they paint this picture of the like him being this he died for his faith and for whatever but he he really died yeah, but he keep, died to, he he died to keep his con alive the, yeah, <laughs>
0: and with and with a gun in his hand like mm-hmm. he's like oh, i'm going as a lamb to the slaughter how many lambs take a fucking gun with them
1: yeah to,
2: yeah.
0: to fight the lion and you know and he was you know drinking wine uh so oh naughty yeah. naughty yeah he had yeah he was drinking wine in jail had a gun which I, I don't know i guess they don't search you they didn't search you the way they do now back then on yeah. i don't know how you get a gun in jail but yeah he was shooting people in the face though coming up so like but i think part of it he just like he had gotten away with it so many times he he was just fully expecting to get away with it one more time right and, mm-hmm. and they're like oh he's that's his final testimony sealed in blood and yeah. you know we don't worship him but he's done more than anybody except for Jesus to, Well and I I tend yeah. to
1: wonder like with that martyrdom maybe part of him was like you know if I really want this thing to you know as a con man whatever that he was but yeah. like um he knows he had a bunch of followers and if he's going to make this thing survive you know he's you know go out with a bang and you know as a martyr you're going to be like people are going to be even more um zealous and like be more um willing to fight for your cause because oh you you killed our leader and now we gotta like we're gonna we're gonna be even more reason to follow and more reason like it's just god because he had already you know brainwashed him enough into thinking that god was back and restored the church and that it was going to continue but then um and he's like i don't know just that like that human nature to just Follow that because you you think that there's some cause behind it, and he was willing. It was such a great cause that he died for it, you know. And I right. think they because they continue to paint that picture of him, that's why there's so much so many people that praise him.
0: Yeah, and that's how you and I ended up where we are, right? Because you know, then our ancestors follow that, and then we're supposed to go. Well, our ancestors sacrificed so much that we could have mm-hmm. all this, and then it's just this perpetuating cycle. But I, and so I don't blame my ancestors because they didn't have Google. They didn't have access to information. They didn't have you know, books about all the history. And so like, they were doing the best they could with the knowledge they had. And so I'd like to think that if they had the information that I did, that I, that I do now, they maybe wouldn't have made those choices. right? But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's it's one of those things where, like, it's – you know, because of all that, that's kind of shaped who I am. And uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, I I don't necessarily regret uh, you know some of the experiences I've had because of it, but uh, you know, because it makes me who I am today. But uh, you know, I I've learned from it, and now I I do things differently, and I just try and I got to the point now where like I just enjoy enjoy the moment enjoy today you know i hope for the best for tomorrow in the future i don't know what's gonna what's on what's after this life or, you, know, you know i hope I'm there's better because of that but now I, but go, I embrace you know, that uncertainty that and i just that's really not you know, teach my not kids like basically and, uh my one rule so i I've, try and teach them is hey don't I've be grown a lot you know? uh, mm-hmm. as long yeah. as because of that and i, I think as as, you know, you know, that you, Treat people the more, I, way and, the more I know, the less I know. I think that's basically that's
1: the, the, the biggest uh, thing for me. Up as all I've Jesus is teaching, been on this, as this path the last couple years. So that's is, why I try
0: and pass you know, it on to the next generation. But do the best uh, you can. Everyone's on the same path, everyone's doing the best they can. And there's no need to be judging people for their uh, different paths. And you, you just be a, a good, good citizen. Uh, good you know, look out for other people and, and, uh, treat them the way that they want to be treated rather than the way that you want to treat them. And, uh, life is, is better in that regard. And, uh, it's, it's good to see, uh, to see life through that lens now where, whereas in the past, everything was colored through the, you know, I got to do X, Y, and Z. Otherwise I'll, never had my family in the eternities and Mm -hmm. uh, just embrace the fact that I know that I have them for now. And I hope that, you know, there's something beyond this, but if not, then at least, you know, we lived it to the fullest now. And that's kind of changed how I viewed things, which is, is good. It's made me more present and I don't worry about, Oh, I got to go clean the toilets at the church
1: (laughs) on Saturday morning. Right. Well, and I, I had a conversation, like I was saying about with my uh, coworker and a lot of this, it's interesting how much this aligns with like what you're saying is aligns with what she was saying. Like uh, we kind of talked about how the, um, like in the, we got into a lot heavier conversation than I expected to, but she was, um, we talked about like, I know weird. Yeah. and I don't even I don't even it just kinda happened, but the um we're talking about like her experiences. She's from Texas and she um she grew up you know very Christian and like she had to she warmed up to the the idea of like gays and like how that the idea of us is if we you know whatever mythical creatures we are but the huh. um I <laughs> you know she she I warmed up to it like a lot faster than like her husband and she was um she was saying that like people always bring up leviticus and like um and, ha- and i was like well if you really look at it like if you really believe the bible then leviticus is the old testament and then jesus did away with that old law and like brought forth a new law mm-hmm. to just love each other you know and like that kind of that goes along with what you were saying just don't be a dick and uh love each yeah. other and um she was that's kind of like the philosophy she lives by now too is like she's not as like devout in her religion either and she um like i think that's we're seeing that a lot more now i think especially people like organized religion is just kind of like the newer generations are just more skeptical about it and they see that like really just be a good person and that's really all you need to do and there's no like strings attached with that like there's no um like you said, like with the the Mormon Church, how it's um, this lens of you know that filter of, oh well, if I got to do these things, you know, I remember on the mission, like always being told that like you guys believe in works before faith and like works bring your, you right. know,
2: no, we don't, and we like no, it.
1: that's not what we believe, but it's totally what we believe, and yeah, they were exactly. completely correct, so it was just. <laughs> like, um, i constantly got that and i was always like why do they always say that like if we don't believe in we're just like working we're working right now but like as a as a regular mission a regular member you don't like you're not working but you really are like you're just you like you said at the beginning of this like there's those checkpoints that we have especially as like a as a man in the church like as a young boy you're you get the you know you're blessed into the church you get the your confirmation and your baptism and then you get the priesthood and then you go on your mission and then you come back and you get married. And and then even after that, you got these other milestones and whatever where you have to, you pass it on, you have your own kids and you continue that cycle. But then you also, um, <coughs> ah, Archer, I'm on a roll. But like if you, you know, what you've done with your family is broken the cycle, you know, like the, and that toxic relationship and it actually will benefit you and your family in the future. So I just,
0: yeah, it's kind of weird though too, because it's like before it's like, you know, all the answers. If I do X, Y, and Z, I'll be fine. If I do this, then my kids will be fine. Right. Yeah. And then now it's like, uh, you know, all bets are off. So it's like, you mm-hmm. just gotta just, like I said, that's why I just make it simple. Don't be a dick. Yeah. And then everything's fine. But I mean, there's things too. Like, I mean, like i don't understand a lot of things about you know like being gay and stuff like that obviously you know i don't have those feelings right but uh i've gone to the point now where i'm like hey that's you know whatever you want to do that's cool like uh you know uh and uh i just i wish more people were like that so like well you know in leviticus it says x y and z right because you know, it doesn't hurt anybody. Like when they're like, you know, you know, it's an attack on families and all that. that And like, I just, I mean, it's, it's too bad. I think as, as more people have found, like, I think that's why one of the reasons that the church is struggling a lot is that now is because, you know, everyone has someone in their family or friends that, is lgbtq right and so then they go well i know them and they're not a bad person Mm. and uh it's uh this boogeyman that they've had out there and uh now they're gonna have to find a new boogeyman i don't know what that boogeyman's gonna be but it'll it'll be something they'll figure something out i'm sure (laughs) but uh you know just just because people are different and just celebrate our differences doesn't mean doesn't lessen you at all or, or anything. And so, uh, you know, just live your life, be happy, and, you know, stop worrying about everybody else so much, just worry about you more. And I, I mm-hmm. think uh, uh, once people can figure that out, then, uh, I mean, organizations can figure that out, I guess, like the church, and then uh, they'll be better off. But it's how much damage they're doing in the meantime that uh, is, is the big problem. Uh, so, and the, but it, once again, they've just shown that they're twenty to thirty years behind the times, uh, and they, they love to lead from behind with props.
1: <laughs> it's funny that when you say that because, like in the Navy, it's always like lead from the front, you know? Like so then, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah complete opposite. Yeah. But <laughs> right,
0: I I think it'll just end up having to be one of those things where it's going to be one of those things where it's going to come down to money or something where, cause like, that's what happened with Blackstone Priesthood, right? It was like, well, mm-hmm. we're going to boycott BYU or, you know, sports and stuff like yeah. that. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, magically, uh, Jeebus told us in his th- yeah. Thursday meeting at the, at the, uh, <laughs> temple that, that it's okay now. Right. And, yeah. uh, And before it was like, oh, we're going to lose our, we're going to lose all our property. Okay. No, uh, God just told me we don't need to be polygamist except for, uh, you know, then that, because it was like, we don't want to lose all our stuff. Right. And -hmm. then they kind of with a wink and their fingers crossed issued a manifesto saying it wasn't. And then they issued one later that said, okay, now for real, it's not. And then they sent people to Mexico to do it there. And then finally after, you know, in the twenties or whatever, they finally really outlawed it or whatever, but. Uh, you know, at some point there'll be something that magically spurs them to go. Okay, well, uh, we love the gays, you know, because mm-hmm. right, right now it's like we love the gays as long as they don't do gay, which is better yeah. than before. Because before it was like, hey, we're going to do electroshock therapy at BYU, yep. and we're going to, yeah, and and we're going to do conversion therapy and all this other stuff, and it's not a choice. At least now they they or it is a choice, is what they were saying. And now at least they, they they admit it's not a choice, which is mm-hmm. progress. But now they're like, hey, but you know what? We really want you to just, you know, keep it yourself. Don't talk to anybody about it and don't act on it, which is It's ridiculous. essentially
1: don't ask, don't tell is what kind of yeah. where they're at right now. In And that's, you know, that's a, I mean, it just got repealed 10 years ago, but that was, right. you know, it so was already like. So
0: we're 10 years, so, because they'd like to be 20 years behind.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, so we're going to be fighting that fight for a while, but then like you said, they need a bad guy, you know? And so, um, somebody to point to, to be like, Hey, they're, they're fighting against us and we still gotta, but we still love you, you know? And I, um, I, which is another toxic thing. And I just, um, I mean, I I can't, that's the reason why I'm one of the reasons I'm out where I'm at now is because like leaving the church and, um, is because I couldn't, stand I didn't want to be like forced to not be myself you know and I was yeah. I essentially lived my own day, don't ask don't tell you know and all the gays in the in the church do live their own day, don't ask don't tell so it's just as traumatic as those military members that go yeah. through that that went through that so um I it's interesting that you the way you phrased that just like made that click for me oh, man it's basically a, like a kind of say it's the same thing you know and yeah it is a compromise that they're making which is what co- what clinton did to that's why he created don't ask don't tell was it was a compromise to um, well, a
0: compromise is just basically hey let's all agree to not be happy right which
1: yeah yeah the, <laughs>
0: that's yeah. not the right answer either but mm-hmm. uh, i mean i will say like i've uh like i've admired seeing the the changes in you like from like from knowing you and all the way back in Tampa, almost 20 years ago, uh, to seeing where you are now, uh, you know, because you've accepted yourself and, uh, allowed yourself to thrive. It's amazing to see that transformation. And so, uh, you know, that's something that wouldn't have happened if you had just, you know, forced yourself to, you know, follow the the Mormon path, uh, which, uh, you know, that's, that speaks volumes to the importance of being true to yourself. Uh, and that's, uh, you know, th- I think that's a, a, a good example for people. If you just post pictures of your ass on Instagram, <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, that, that you will, you uh, will be happier. Hey, you know, living my best life, my most authentic life. And I appreciate you uh, saying that, but, um, I guess we can uh, wrap it up. If you, do you have any like parting words? You've said a lot of good, good shit tonight. I'm that bourbon's good. Doing good for you. Yeah, buddy. I, <laughs> yeah. I think so,
0: man. I think it's the Buffalo trace. Uh, <laughs> good stuff, so no, I, well, first of all, I guess, it, I mean, it was good catching up, you know, it's been, yeah, it's been a long been time. Awesome. Uh, and, uh, I'm glad to, to see that, you know, you're, you're really doing well. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know it's the uh i guess the it's amazing like if i had i guess i'm i guess like when when you came out like i was like surprised but not surprised <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, but it's been good seeing that transformation uh for me uh i you know it's uh one of those things like like i said i I don't understand how all that works and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, I, I know that there's more than one path. Uh, and before it used to just be like, Hey, this is the path. This is the one and only path to, to, uh, heaven. Right. And, uh, you know, it, it can be scary. Like I talked about, there's all that fear that comes from, you know, the pressure and, uh, you know, whether it's family or, you know, cultural or whatever. And, uh, but, uh, you know, once, uh, it can be scary to make those changes, but it, it's definitely been, been a good step for me and for my family, uh, to, to follow, follow the right path or follow our path. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I guess that's a very more me to follow the right path. Cause like, there's not necessarily the right path for everyone. Everyone's got their own right path, but, uh, being on, on a different path now and, uh, you know, just embracing life for, for what it is, uh, you know, embracing the uncertainty and just, you know, uh, trying to be the, the best version of me that I can, uh, and staying true to the, the things that I value, which is, you know, just like I said, don't be a dick, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm still kind of, it's only been a couple of years since I, since I stepped back, stepped away from the church and, uh, you know, it's, it's been an interesting couple of years because a big chunk of that has been like a global pandemic too. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's been kind of weird. But uh, you know, I, one of the things that I think you know, that, like I said, it's scary, especially because like you know, in Mormonism, it's all about appearances, and you know, people judge you, especially because you've been there before, right? You know, oh, so and so left because X, Y, and Z, and you know how the rumor mill works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's also given me clarity too, like because you know, a lot of things, like I said, are superficial. Like I, like a lot of, you know, friendships I thought I had were just, you know, very superficial or where like, people haven't even asked like, Hey, where's that guy that used to be elders going president that's you know, not even here anymore. Like two people have asked, uh, you know, where we are. And so like, okay, that's cool. And now I know where I stand, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's how they roll. But, uh, you know, life is good. It, it can be scary to make those changes. So, you know, any, any, of your listeners, if they're, they're in that spot, you know, the, the best thing to do is just, you know, be true to you and, and not worry about what other people think, because ultimately we're the ones that have to live with our decisions and uh, can't be for someone else. And the, you know, the, the sooner that you realize that the, the happier you are. So, uh, I guess my final words are, you know, yay, bourbon. Good <laughs>
1: Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Eric. That was awesome. Um, very good advice for listeners and for everybody to just uh, be authentic and um, live your yeah, best and life, like, really. Also, yeah. Also, you sound different
0: at. Uh, regular speed because i listen to your podcast on 2x most of the oh, time really? So, yeah, cause you... I, Oh really yeah i so you know i'm kind of like adhd undiagn- self-diagnosed adhd yeah and so like i can't focus for long so like i anytime i listen to podcasts i always do 2x speed uh so yeah. i can get through it faster and uh-huh. so it's i'm like it sounds like jake but not like jake so it's a little, <laughs> little surreal for me <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're used to is, the speed
1: and sped up jake and i'm not the yeah. chill like bourbon drinking jake <laughs> yeah so
0: i mean we'll have to see whenever this airs i'll have to uh see what 2x eric sounds like too oh that'll be fun you let me know how it goes